Wherever you listen throughout the world, it's football time in Tennessee. Fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it, it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, 40, He's got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10. He's got five. it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, your host in the studio with Big Lou Maddox. It is Thursday, December 28th. I hope all of you had a safe, wonderful Christmas holiday. Uh, Big Lou, what about you? Everything go smooth, man? Was it great? Great time, great uh, holiday. Did you end up going down to Lincoln County, Tennessee? We did. Uh, you know, at the weekend before. Uh, okay, we, we had it early, so yeah. Okay, so you just kind of hung out right here in Murray County over the Christmas. Sure did. Break. It was and, great. Uh, now it's on to New Year's, twenty twenty four, and I think um, one segment of the population. They will be happy to see 2024 will be Titans fans as the Titans reinvented a way, another way to lose a football game this past Sunday. We Christmas, just keep, Christmas we just, Eve as they lost 20-17 to 17 to the visiting Seattle Seahawks. We just keep coming up with ways to, to you know, keep proving that theory right, that they keep finding ways to lose. Yeah. Well, they do it every week. The – now eight and seven Seahawks were in Nashville Sunday, Christmas Eve, uh, to take on the five and ten Titans in Nissan Stadium, and uh, the Titans gave up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter after only giving up six total points in the three first three quarters. They give up fourteen of the 20 points Seattle had enough to beat the Titans in the fourth quarter, and the Titans only scoring 17. Uh, $20 million-plus quarterback Ryan Tannehill went 18 for 26 for 152 yards, high schoolish type numbers for a pro quarterback making over $20 million a year. No touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked six times. That's now, now thirteen in two weeks, and I think we took the the league lead for sacks on Sunday. It's up. It's up around fifty five on the season. There now. you go. Um, thirty nine yards for loss. The Titans had 
for a loss the Titans had on Sunday. Derrick Henry, he had 19 attempts rushing for 88 yards, and he had a touchdown. Passing. Uh, passing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. Now, he also went one for one on pass attempts and completions and completed a touch and completed that pass for a touchdown. <coughs> Excuse me. For a QBR rating of 156.3 as Tannehill had a QBR rating of 84.1. And that's that's out of 158.3, so that's that's pretty good that's for pretty good for Derrick Henry. King. Tajay Spears nine attempts, 40 yards. So my deal is this, folks. If you'll just hang with me, I'm going to explain kind of what makes me so upset and mad about the Titans situation at this point in time and why they've done absolutely nothing to correct it, put us in a different trajectory moving forward. In the second quarter, the Titans were up 7-3. to three. With roughly six minutes to go in the second quarter, the Titans were on the Seattle's 35, <clears throat> excuse me, 35-yard line, and it was third and six. Titans decide they're going to call a timeout and get, get their proverbial you-know-what together. So they call a timeout, third and six from Seattle 35, 6.20 to go in the second quarter. They go to timeout. They come back from the timeout. Get a delay of game. Yep. How do you get a delay of game? $20 million-plus-dollar quarterback Ryan Tannehill's over there talking with – Mastermind offensive coordinator, I presume, Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel. And you call timeout. You go over and then you have a four or five minute timeout because they went to a TV break. They run three or four minutes of commercials and they come back. Then you go back out there on the field and he can't get the play, the darn offensive play called and get your team to the line and snap the ball on third and six. And you get a delay of game and make it third and 11 from the Seattle 40 instead of the 45. Yeah. And, how is that possible? It's, how, it's unprofessional. How is, that, how, is that, how is that acceptable? It's Mike Vrabel, I want you to call this station 931 Three one, call us. Leave leave us a voicemail, and explain to our listeners down here. We carry the Titans on this radio station, and I want you to explain to us. We're stakeholders in the organization. We deserve to know, right? Absolutely. <laughs> you tell us how that is acceptable. Now I know you're going to say, "Well, he scrambled. Well, Ryan Tannehill scrambled for twenty three yards right up on that play and got a first. I don't give a damn. What he scrambled for? I don't care if he scrambled through the end zone, out of the end zone, around Nissan Stadium on the outside, ran to the other. I don't care where he scrambled to. You don't want you to explain with- to me how you take a timeout, how a professional football team takes a timeout 
has all the time in the world to decide what they're going to do offensively on their next play, which is third and six. And then you come back and you get a delay a game to make it third and 11. How is that acceptable, Tim Kelly? Why don't you call us? Or why don't you both, why don't Vrabel, Tim Kelly, and Amy Adams Strunk, why don't all three of them get on the, get on the phone, call this station, and we'll record it, and you can tell us how that is acceptable, and we'll replay it on the air next time that the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour is on the air. And even on that third and 11, got down to one second on the play clock after the delay of game and after the timeout, they almost got another one. And forget the 23-yard scramble, they still only came up with a field goal. That's that right. Ended they up get inside they, the red zone. They get a field goal. Yep. It's and you unreal. know, and people are and, and look, let me give you another. I know people say, oh, did you see the Derrick Henry pass? That was such a tremendous play. You know what? Is, is that what Tim Kelly, the offensive coordinator, has said? Is that what we've been setting the, the whole year of losing and being mediocre in offense and being really terrible as, as by most standards of an offensive uh, prowess of a professional football team goes? Have we been setting up the whole year, setting up for that one, one Derrick Henry pass? Do you get what I mean? Have we been have we been so predictable? And That's we what I was we, say. we we finally get a Derrick Henry pass over over the top in the end zone for a touchdown, and we lose the ball game. But that is that what is that what Tim Kelly's has been setting us up for all year? That's the only way. If you that's score. the case, then you need to resign, sir. You need to quit, Tim Kelly. You need to turn in your resignation as the offensive coordinator as soon as you hear this broadcast. This afternoon. I'm, I'm right there with you. Do us all a favor. Do yourself a favor and just say you're not ready for this job. You're not able to lead the Titans organization in a direction that they should be led in. And you need to make an exit stage right, stage left. Hell, I don't care what side of the stage you get off on. Just take one of the exits, exits and lead the Titans organization. And if you won't do it on if you won't do it on his own, then Amy Adams drunk and ought to demand Mike Vrabel do it himself and get rid of Tim Kelly. It's embarrassing. You need to go get a real offensive coordinator. And if you can't tell folks, I'm a little hot under the collar about it. But by God, it's enough is enough. I have said it over and over and over again on this show. I, I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of addressing the Titans' problems. They're pathetic. And they, and they not do nothing not to help only, themselves. Not either. only are the players and the offensive line in shambles, but you know, when you're coached by inept, incompetent individuals, when you're coached by them, then you just what are you supposed to do, Big Lou? And that's that's been the thing that's made the Titans so fun to watch over the past, you know, you know forget last season the the first half of of last season and then the three years prior to that it's that the roster was the same as it is now maybe a tiny bit better but the coaching staff that was the mantra of the team you win close games like the ones on Sunday and you play Titans brand of football you win football games that way but but right now it's just I mean, it's, it's, it's the thing. It's both sides. It's the coaching and the players that are, you know, now less than mediocre, which is which is causing us to be rather pathetic. Well, you know, 
I mean, I, something I, I needs get to it. change. Go get Ken Dorsey. I've been saying Do that for something. a couple weeks. Go get Ken Dorsey. What you're doing right now, Mike Vrabel, Amy Adams Strunk, is not working. Not only is it not working, it is failing. Miserably. It's underachieving. Quit making excuses. Excuses are for underachievers. Do not make excuses like my line, our O-line has just been decimated by injuries, blah, 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 blah. You know, we don't want to hear that. And it hasn't been. While you're charging $12 a beer, $6 a water, $5 a hot dog, you know, the fans that are there cheering, trying to cheer the Titans on to victory, don't want to hear that. And 80 while bucks to while you're taking bleed. a delay a game penalty on offense after coming out of a timeout. You should be ashamed of yourself. It's It's ridiculous. It really is. I, I I don't have any way to explain it, and um, there's no some, way to explain. Got, it. Yeah, something's got to happen. And, and you know, the, the the big argument this season is that the offensive line has been decimated by injuries. You know, ninety percent of those guys have been starters since week one. You know, it's it's been the same offensive line. You know, rotation in and out, a couple of you know extra guys coming in off the bench and playing, but it's been the same guys in there the entire season and they're just terrible amy amy adam strunk is here is it your mo to stretch this type of failure this type of incompetence as a team until you get into the new two and a half billion dollar home taxpayer paid home where you're going to charge unmeasurable amounts of money for psl seats is this is this what you is this what we've got to look forward to for the next three years until this until this mausoleum is built on the on the banks of the Cumberland River? Nobody'll go. No no one will go. I'll just tell you that right now. Give no one, us no a one's break. Gonna, no one's gonna pay that to go watch the product that's being put on the field right now. Give us a break. The it's next terrible. next up for the Titans is at the Houston. Oilers. Oh, I'm sorry. The Houston Texans. Uh, don't, are the, don't do are that. the Titans going to wear their oiler blue and no. piss and piss the Texans off some more? Don't do that. That's New Year's let's, Eve at noon. Let's not get they into travel that. to Houston. It's ridiculous. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Big Lou. We'll be right back. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. Greetings, Columbia. Mayor Chaz Mulder here, extending heartfelt gratitude on behalf of our incredible city as we wrap up another year. As we gather with family and friends, let's reflect on the blessings that make our community truly special and look forward to a brighter future together. 
as we work hand in hand to make Columbia an even better place for all. I wish each and every one of you a happy new year. May it be filled with joy, success, and moments that make lasting memories. Cheers to the new year. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. I'm a little cooled off now. I'm in the studio with Big Lou. Big Lou's working the boards. It is Thursday, December 28th. I hope everyone had a safe and marvelous, terrific Christmas vacation day, holiday. Now it's time to move on to New Year's Eve. And remember, it's the holidays. Just call Lyft or Uber. Get a ride. Call a friend. Give the keys to somebody if you've been drinking. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that makes the ultimate mistake and drives after drinking and DUI or hurts themselves or somebody else, don't be that person, please. Make the right decision. Don't be a bonehead. Don't be a knucklehead. Keep the holidays merry and bright. That's right. Don't make that decision. And live to tell about it. And let everyone live to tell about it. And if you've been drinking, drink responsibly and call an Uber Lyft or give your keys to a friend. Right? That has not been drinking. That has not been drinking. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Or call somebody to come pick you up. Yeah. Whatever the deal is. Now, um, okay, I'm through with my Titans rant. We're going to move on. The Denver Broncos are also moving on. uh, As Russell Wilson will be benched for Jarrett Stidham, who played his college career at Auburn University. On the plains down there, and I believe South, he got an Iron Bowl win there one one year. Southeastern Alabama, yes, he certainly did. Um, but basically, Denver, who's locked in and guaranteed Russell Wilson to a huge contract, is is looking to save some cap amount money. I don't think they're going to get out of having to pay Russell Wilson. It's 150 million total. That was that that was that deal. Okay. Uh, in 2024, they're going to save $35.4 million under the cap. Uh, uh, 
And in 2025, without Wilson, they will save $55.4 million in 2025 under the cap. And uh, cutting Wilson, which is what they've basically done, isn't it? They're planning on it. Right okay. after the season is over, they will be releasing uh, him. Should save Denver about $37 million cash. But, I mean, they're going to have to cut. Even though they'll cut him, they still have to come up. I think what would you say 100 around 150 million? Yeah, okay. over the next few years. Okay, so, I just don't. Understand. So Russell Wilson and his wife uh, Ciara, yeah, are going to be just fine. Yeah, you know. he'll, he'll probably they they've already come out with a list of of top ten landing spots for him. You know, for you next know. season, you know he's going to end up somewhere. I just don't understand what Sean Payton is thinking. Well, supposedly the honeymoon is way over between Sean Payton and. Russell Wilson. Well, obviously, if you're going to start Jared Stidham for the rest of the year, when you say that the main goal is to win, and Jared Stidham is 0-2 as a starter also, in five years. There's also some stipulation that if Russell Wilson were to get hurt in a game, that the Denver Broncos are on the hook for the absolute full amount of his contract. Yeah. So so they don't want, they don't want that to happen. So they're just going to bench him, uh, and more than likely, ultimately, they're cutting him. Uh, from from playing anymore for the Broncos. But here's my thing. Okay. 26 touchdowns on the year to only eight interceptions. That's that's pretty consistent with Patrick Mahomes right there. He's in the top ten in in uh, total QBR, and he's number two. He's the number two rated quarterback in the NFL this season. They're six and three over their last nine games. Wh- I, I'm baffled. I was baffled yesterday when this came out. I just don't understand it. You know, what, forget what, money. And, and Sean Payton in a press conference yesterday said, you know, obviously there's there's some financial motivation, but the ultimate goal here is to win. You're six and three over the last nine games because of Russell Wilson. That's right. Not your defense that gave up seventy points to Miami. And you I know, mean, less than ten weeks ago. And let's be totally honest. I mean, who does Russell Wilson? Javante Williams, right? That's a running back who's been kind of shuffled around from. Uh, a few different teams, or McLaughlin, who Jaleel McLaughlin, who's kind of this unknown X factor running back, and then at wide receiver, you've got a underachieving Jerry Judy, who has been ridiculed through the se- throughout the season by different uh, members of his peer group, and I'm talking about Steve former Smith. players, players that are playing right now, and former players, and then you've got Cortland Sutton. He's but been I mean, pretty good. He's been pretty good this year. And but. at, at tight end, you've got Troutman, who's not who. I think he was at uh, the Saints for a while, and then they, he might have. Then I think they picked him up uh, this past year. But I mean, let's be totally honest. You're not the Denver Broncos aren't really, and I, I I'm not making excuses for Russell Wilson's performance because I think he's underperformed, especially for a fifty million dollar a year quarterback. But you got to put some pieces around him in order for a quarterback to thrive, right? And, yeah, and and, 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 and succeed. Just, you know, and he did underperform for a long time last year, and you know, the and start the first of part this year. Of, and the start of this year. But it just seemed like they just figured it out. They just won five games in a row. They were the like the top story in the league, right? They were nobody wanted to play, and we're Denver. looking to make the playoffs until they blew, you know couple of games and they're, they're still in the hunt well, they're one game back 
from a wild card spot. And you know, and, and people say, well, oh, the Denver Broncos, I can't believe they paid that much money to Russell Wilson. What were they thinking? How are they going to pay him that much money? Well, look, folks, don't feel sorry for any of the NFL teams, okay? Uh-huh. Do not – let me repeat this. Do not feel sorry for any NFL team out there, even the Carolina Panthers who are terrible right now, uh, two and – 12 or whatever they are, 3 and 13. I don't know what they are, but something like that. But anyway, don't feel sorry for these teams. They don't feel sorry for you. No. I mean, the Amy Adams Strunk doesn't feel sorry about charging uh, $6 a bottle of water They're and gonna, put and putting that junk on the field like we saw yeah, last if, Sunday. If they did care, then, you know, there'd be a refund for your for your ticket and your purchase. That's right. They'd the let it, if they did care, they'd let us in free to watch. Yeah. And That's with free pop, much, with know, free popcorn worth. and coach, just to show up and watch that garbage. That's what it's worth, and that's pretty much what the Panthers did. And still, nobody showed up. Forty-five so, cents a ticket. That's right. A couple weeks ago, but I mean, kind of like what are these? You know, I don't know these bowl games. You know, the, I, I go online and for some of these bowl games, it's three bucks a ticket. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, that's you know. that's pretty crazy. So. Uh, bye-bye, Russell Wilson. Who knows where he'll end up? Who knows? You know, if I'm Russell Wilson, why play anymore? Unless, uh, I mean, unless you just, I unless it's just that. in your blood, and you got, gonna, to- he's gonna play again. I, you know, I mentioned those top ten landing spots. I saw New England on there, and I know they got Mac Jones, and you're probably a fan of Mac, but uh, you know, I think that'd be a perfect fit if Bill stays, if Belichick stays around in New England. I think that'd be a great fit. But we'll see. Okay, the the Predators are now tied for fourth in the Central Division of the Western Conference. They lost yesterday 5-2 to the Carolina Hurricanes in Nashville. Um, But now, last Saturday in Nashville, the Dallas Stars were in town. And the Nashville Predators made history. And uh, it wasn't a good kind of history. It's 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 a bad kind of history. Um, the Nashville Predators, for the first time in National Hockey League history, allowed two goals to be scored within the last 15 seconds of a National League hockey game. They were up 2-1 to one over the Dallas Stars with 15 seconds to go. The Stars scored a goal with 13 seconds to go, I believe, to tie up the <clears throat> tie the game up at 2-2 with 13 seconds to go in the game, looking to go to overtime. The Stars won the faceoff, got the puck down into the Predators' end of the ice, and with four seconds to go, scored – the go-ahead goal past Saros to win three to two. So they not only do the Titans invent new ways to lose games, but the Nashville Predators just invented a brand new way in the first time in history of the NHL to lose a game, allowing two goals to be scored in the last 15 seconds of a National Hockey League game. Nashville is really starting to to earn that uh, that nickname of Music City more and more because we're certainly not football or hockey city. Well, unfortunately, this year. And, and you know uh, they've been playing good though. Well, good. you know, I mean, Memphis is the city of the home of the blues, right? Yeah. 
you know, which is which is music about sadness and and the struggle in life and some good barbecue and, you know. too. But you know, so you know, we don't we don't want we don't want to be the city of blues in in that fashion. So no, uh, the next game for the Predators will be Friday night tomorrow night at the Detroit Red Wings. Puck drops at six o'clock. So let's hope they do not repeat uh, history as we know it in the NBA. Uh, Detroit Pistons are making history. Also, <laughs> also, not I believe a good kind I believe the most the most uh, they've tied the record for the most consecutive losses. Right at twenty seven, they just beat it. I think it was twenty six, and they just hit twenty seven. I might be wrong. It could be a tie. I was thinking it was twenty eight. We'll check on that before yeah. the end of the show. Yeah, I was thinking it was twenty eight in a row sets the mark. Twenty seven ties it. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. And. Uh, and that's not the type of history you want to make either if you're the Detroit Pistons. They say that the Detroit Pistons could legitimately be the worst team in NBA history. I saw the worst I, uh, team. And, and the thing about it is, and I'll let you finish, yeah. but let me finish this thought. The thing about it is, is that during this 27-game losing streak, they in some of these games they've had double-digit leads. They've had leads in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's it's like the Keystone Cops, a comedy of errors for the Detroit Pistons. And they've lost 27 straight, looking to lose, I think, their record 28. Yeah. But we'll check on that the next um, break. Saw, saw a bet someone placed uh, that the Pistons would not win another game this season. Right now they're projected to go 5-77. and 77. They're 2-29 and what, 29 right now, but – I mean, but the thing about it is, if you're the other NBA, any of the other NBA teams, you don't want to be that team. You, whatever. I mean, at this point, you don't want to be that team that gets beat by that team, and And that team being the Pistons. Yeah, and then you you become the team that got beat by the the worst team in league history. There you go. Um, And what about John Moran? He's come back. John Moran has come back from his 25 game suspension as the Grizzlies have won four consecutive games. 4-0 Four and zero since John Morant's come back, he's averaging twenty eight points a game, and like I said, Memphis has won off all four games since Morant has come back, and the and the Memphis Grizzlies are four and a half games out of the Western Conference play in spot for the playoffs with fifty three games left. I say they make it. Yeah, got to play Denver tonight, so maybe that streak gets the, put on hold. But tip off yeah. tonight is eight o'clock at. The Denver Nuggets and the Nuggets are seven and a half point favorite, and they're sporting a twenty-two and ten record. Hey, we're going to talk about the Vols and some bowls on the on the backside. My picks have been doing pretty well. I've got some adjustment for upcoming bowl games. Don't go anywhere. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in the studio with Big Lou. We'll be right back. Life's the same, except for my shoes. Life's the same. Like 
Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Here, Ruby's Groove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside of the box 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high energy, character driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip hop, characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to themulehouse.com. That's themulehouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. 
We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment, Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Big Lou on the board. It is Thursday, December 28th. We've got New Year's Eve coming up this Sunday, uh, along with NFL action on Sunday. Uh, the colleges will be taking the day off on Sunday, New Year's Eve off, as the NFL works their monopoly on the networks across our country to broadcast NFL games only and not have any competition as far as college bowl games go. Um, the Titans will be going to the Texans, hopefully not wearing their Oilers blue and pissing off the whole state of Texas, probably along with the whole city of Houston, uh, which is not what the Titans should do as poor as they're playing. Um, and that's not what they should have done when the Houston Texans came to town uh, a couple of weeks ago and beat the Titans. But anyway, um, now let's get to some college action. Did uh, this past – you guys remember Butch Jones. You remember, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Butch Jones. I think I remember. I actually Butch got a Jones. picture with him when I was about six or seven. Butch Jones, the head coach hire by the uh, Tennessee – Brain trust, and uh, I guess you can call it brain trust. I don't know what else you would call it. The powers that be at the University of Tennessee, Boosters Administration, who knows, Phil Fulmer, who knows who they had making that choice. Well, anyway, uh, Bush Jones, I think, finally after he got off the University of Tennessee teat, 
financially and is now at Arkansas State, um, had a bowl game, uh, the Camellia Bowl, right? Yep. And, and he was playing the Northern Illinois Huskies, okay? Um, Bad call right there at the end. Arkansas it? State scored a touchdown <clears throat> off of a 13-yard touchdown throw, and then they failed on the two-point conversion at the end of that bowl, Camellia Bowl game. So they find themselves down two points. And um, they set up for an onside kick, kicked the onside kick, and appeared to have gotten the ball back. Arkansas State did. Sure looked like it. However, the official on the line of scrimmage for Arkansas State, the kicking team, threw a flag and said Arkansas State was off sides. And, uh, man, I tell you what, if you ever seen anybody get mad, uh, Butch Jones was, I mean, I thought he was going to have a come apart right there on the damn sideline. We're talking okay? about aneurysm levels of, of redness Absolutely. in the face. Uh, Jones kept hollering, uh, screaming, you blew the call at the officials repeatedly. Uh, and even worse, Jones used one of his three timeouts seemingly just to yell at the officials. He called. He used one of his three timeouts left at the end of that ball game, down by two, after they declared or, or determined or said that his team was offside on the kick that they recovered. Now, had he kept them, Arkansas State could have forced a three and out and got the ball back with a little, a little less than a minute left and a chance for a go-ahead field goal. But guess what? They didn't have that timeout. They didn't have that timeout. Class act. That so brick is. by brick by brick by calling timeouts and by losing your mind, Butch Jones, you cost your teams a possible chance at a, at a bowl victory. It was pretty ugly. So you know that's the first time I've seen Butch Jones face, and and you know since he got put, you know since Oklahoma put seventy on on Arkansas State he, in the early goings of the and season. Tennessee fans are no strangers to Jones is and his antics as he coached the Vols from 2013 to 17, and he led Tennessee to a 34 and 27 overall record, but was just 14 and 24 in SEC play, um, and you know he's not faring a whole lot better. Uh, at three seasons at, at Arkansas State, winning just 11 games over his tenure and a 6-7 and seven record this year. Well, the only reason that he had any type of success at Tennessee in those early seasons was because of the talent that was on that team. Sure. That was a national championship roster that went 9-3 and three every year that he was there. It was ridiculous. There you go. I mean, think about Alvin Kamara being a number two back for three years and then goes to the NFL and Formally becomes an Formerly at the pro. University of Alabama. Yeah. Okay, uh, if you guys have been paying any attention to uh, <clears throat> this show and the bowl picks that I have made uh, leading up to today, the record, my bowl record against the spread is seven wins, four losses, as the Fenway Bowl was another victory this morning as Boston College was my pick, and they were 13-point underdogs, and they won the game outright, Big Lou, 23-14 to 14 over SMU. And uh, right now, as we're, as we're recording this, Rutgers has a 14-0 lead over Miami, 
And my Rutgers was also another pick. Yeah. So you can probably add two more to that to go nine and four. And you know, any gambler will tell you, folks, nine and four against a spread. That's pretty. Fantastic. You're making money. Yeah. Now, this afternoon, the Pop Tarts Bowl pits NC State and Kansas State, and we, and I've adjusted some of some of these picks because lines have moved. Okay, for different reasons, such as Milton being leaving the Vols and opting out. But we'll get into that tomorrow a little bit more. The Pop-Tarts Bowl, take Kansas State, okay? The Alamo Bowl tonight at 8-15, take Arizona. And Mr. Fafita is his name, uh, the quarterback for Arizona. He's quite a player. Keep an eye on him as Arizona is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma, and that game starts at 8.15 tonight. Tomorrow's games. I get Earlier I gave Clemson at minus five. I've switched that pick. Ooh. We're going to go with Kentucky. Plus the points. Kentucky is going to be at full strength, while Clemson on offense, five of their starters – have opted out or hit the transfer portal. Is Devin Leary playing in that game, the quarterback for Kentucky? I don't. You know, he was at NC State, I believe. Yes, he is. Okay. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick from earlier last week and on Monday, Monday show. We're going with Kentucky plus the five points. Another pick that I've changed tomorrow in the Sun Bowl that starts at one o'clock. I had Notre Dame minus the six. Change that to Oregon State. Change that to Oregon State plus the six, six and a half. Some places you'll find it at seven. So there's Beavers. another change. There's another change. There you go. Liberty Bowl played in Memphis. Memphis versus Iowa. That that line has moved from Iowa. Excuse me, Iowa State. There you go. Has gone from nine to ten and a half. I'm gonna take Memphis still. I'm still like Memphis. It's a playing, home game. Playing at home. It's a home game. They can light it up offensively. And Iowa State has to figure out a way to not only stay with Memphis offensively, but win by 10.5 points in order to cover that. So I'm going to take Memphis. In the Cotton Bowl tomorrow night, it's going to be Missouri versus Ohio State. That line has moved two points from Ohio State minus 1.5 to 3.5. I like that because I like Missouri. Yeah, me too. I like the over in that game too. Cody Schrader legacy game now, against I know, Ohio State. I know Ohio State, you know, is using their backup quarterback and no Marvin Harrison Jr. But I think Memphis gives up a lot of points. They score a lot of points. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in that ball game. Over the 48 makes sense to me. I'm playing over 48 in the Cotton Bowl, and I'm taking Missouri. They've got a good team this year. They do. Peach Bowl, Ole Miss versus Penn State. Take Penn State. And I like the over in that game, too. Oh, yeah. Ole Miss has oh, an explosive hit. offense, but they don't have much on defense. This is the best bowl game they've had in a long time. They're, they're, nobody's opting out Penn of that Penn State one. by three and a half and over 48 and a half in the Peach Bowl. Music City Bowl. Maryland versus Auburn. I really didn't have anybody picked in that ball game. So, uh, I'd take Auburn just because – I'm going to let you all flip a coin on that. Talia not playing. I'd, I'd take Auburn. Yeah, baby Tua is not playing for Maryland. Uh, Auburn is a seven-point. That game opened at Auburn minus two-and-a-half, and it's moved all the way to Auburn minus seven, seven-and-a-half in some places. 
without baby two, I'm probably going to take Auburn and look for all those Auburn folks to be hammered drunk in yeah, downtown Nashville. in downtown Nashville as that game kicks off at one o'clock. So, um, the Orange Bowl, which I have renamed the Crybaby Bowl, <laughs> between Georgia and Florida State, that line has jumped five 19. and a half points to nineteen Georgia by nineteen and a half. 20-plus FSU players have opted out of that football game. This allows numerous NFL prospects, FSU players, to transfer or skip out guilt-free because they're blaming not going to the CFP. I didn't know they had that many people that were that good to, to you know consider opting out. And I've, and I've got a feeling that Georgia's backup second string, even third string, are probably – as good or better yeah. than FSU's first string, and FSU's first string has opted out. Yep. So you're going to be really playing against FSU's second string that 19, as Georgia's second string, which are better points. than FSU's first string. And if you understood any of that that I just said, call us at 931-626-3131 and let us know. Leave us a voicemail. We listen to them, and we'll call you back. Those 19 points for for Georgia, that's pretty generous in my opinion. It's going to be a blowout. The Arizona Bowl on Saturday pits Toledo against Wyoming. Earlier I gave Wyoming as my pick. There's been some things going on in that game. I'm, I'm changing that. I'm taking Toledo. Okay. Toledo can put some points up. The Rockets. They're getting three points. That game starts at 3.30 on Saturday. And, yes, Toledo is trying for its first 12-win season in 50 years. Oh, yeah. And I think they're going to get it against Wyoming. Now, Wyoming has Wyoming's coach, Craig Bowl, is retiring with a 60-60 and 60 oh, yeah. record. Remember I told that. you yeah, about we, that? we talked about this. So, this could be a very good game. But yeah. I'm telling you what, I like Toledo's offense. I'm going to take Toledo. Like I said, on Sunday, that the Arizona Bowl between Toledo and Wyoming starts at 3.30 on Saturday. Sunday on New Year's Eve is, uh, is all NFL, no bowl games scheduled. Then New Year's Day at 11 a.m., the Relia Quest Bowl. I had picked LSU minus the nine. No, we're going with Wisconsin. No Heisman winner, Jaden Daniels for LSU. I'm going to take Wisconsin plus the points right there. Fiesta Bowl, Liberty versus Oregon. I like Liberty plus the 17. Citrus Bowl. And, you know, we've got tomorrow's show. So I'll tell you Let's what we're going to do. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Take the I've Vols, got the, man. Come uh, on. Take I've the got, Vols. We're going, to tell, we're going to tell you guys tomorrow. Okay? This is the end of the show. We appreciate you all listening. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou. This has been our Thursday show. We'll be back on the air 4 o'clock tomorrow, and I'll finish these bowl games up. Love it. All right. Talk to you then. It's getting kind of dangerous. Feels like it's a load of guns.